Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Raven Slayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Mighty Boy Chi-Chi, a sex expert a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. I am Ladyboy Gigi and you are listening to Adult Bedtime Stories. Tonight, I've got Scott and Melanie with me, and they are with the Aesthetic Hearts, a tantric group, and we're going to be talking about tantric sex. So welcome, Scott and Melanie. <laughs> be here. Yeah, thank you. And I'd love to hear a little bit about how you interpret what tantric sex is and where it can go. Mm. You want to start? Beautiful. So Tantra in general is a practice of utilizing our sexual energy to reach higher states of consciousness or expanded states of consciousness. So whenever we practice tantric sex, it is helping us to just expand our senses, expand how much pleasure we can feel in our bodies, come into that merging of oneness with our partners, oneness with ourselves, and then like oneness with everyone and everything around us, spirit, God, all the things. It's so juicy and good. And also like some of the great things about tantric sex. We learn to like have extended states of orgasmic pleasure where we can like access those heightened states of pleasure and stay in them for longer and longer periods of time and enjoy having sex for longer and longer periods of time <laughs> by knowing how to transmute the energy through our bodies so that we don't get overly stimulated in our genitals and we can um, have more conscious awareness and control to be able to enjoy sexy times for longer and longer. Oh, I love it. <laughs> getting to like slow down and just move slowly and just to stretch the experience out just by being present and moving slowly and following our pleasure and being attuned with our partner so that we can really feel and sense our partner and know where they're at and just like so much yummy goodness. I love Tantra. That's why I teach it. I love the Tantric <laughs> sex aspect of it 
big favorite of mine. So yeah, what would you like to share, my darling? Yeah, so there's lots of different types of Tantra. Our form of Tantra is the art of connection. And so we're using the, the, the logistics of it is we're using things like breath and visualization, mindfulness, touch, sound, and uh, in, in transmuting sexual energy instead of out our genitals up our spine. So we actually like teach men how to separate ejaculation from orgasm. And most people don't know that, but you can actually have really powerful, amazing orgasms that actually get better and better. And you can start to have multiple orgasms or even be in a constant orgasmic state for not just seconds, but hours. Oh, um, yeah. By, yeah and, and when you do that, it, it has all sorts of benefits. When you're moving this much energy through your body, it like opens up your chakras. So you have more power. You're more grounded in your purpose. You can actually use it to manifest things, even like money and relationships. It opens up your heart. So you learn how to love more. You become more self-expressed. You become even more, more psychic. And um, most importantly, you have a connection with the divine. When I got into this, I was just trying to get better at sex, you know, because I was just a, a three-stroke blunder, you know, and then I was done because I was <laughs> like, you know, a lot of young men, I didn't know really how to make love. But the more I started doing Tantra, the more amazing it got. And there are so many benefits from it that go way beyond sex. And it's really given me a connection with uh, my higher self, with the divine, with with God. Now, now I'm, I think of myself as a spiritual teacher, which I never would have before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when I first got into it, like before um, I learned Tantra and before Scott came along, I was still pre-orgasmic and I didn't know if I was having orgasms or not. My partners did not think I was. And if I was, it was nothing to write home about. Yeah. And I had dedicated partners. So it wasn't even like I didn't have good partners. They were dedicated and were like doing everything they knew to do to like mm -hmm. satisfy and please me in bed. But once I started learning Tantra, my whole world just exploded around me like the cosmos and fireworks. It was just, I know what an orgasm is now for sure. It was so awesome and amazing. I'm like, people have no idea how good it can get. I need to share this with the world. Everyone needs to know. Yeah, there's actually multiple types of orgasms. And we've actually created a whole new language, like, like taste gasms and orgasma bombs and like all, all sorts of like it's whole new, literally a whole new world that opens up and we've had to it's like i don't know a new adventure about every month for, we've been together for 13 years now about every month we have a new uh aha a new significant breakthrough an improvement in our love life and it just keeps going it's really amazing yeah mm -hmm. and that's one of the things there are different types of orgasms oh, wow. oh yeah so many different types and I've covered a little bit about that on this show that there's sometimes those little quickie orgasms that can be kind of nice and pleasant. And then you have those long extended ones that just take you to the universe. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been one to really want to analyze the orgasmic experience for myself, but I can certainly say there's a lot so many different kinds of orgasms so many like blended and so the thing is with tantra you can have an orgasm from any and every part of your body oh yeah so it's not even just about the genital region like every part of our body can be stimulated to the point of having an orgasmic experience yeah, so you have an orgasm or a toegasm or a netgasm or so. So all the different body parts can give you orgasms. But when you actually turn into an orgasmic state from like doing tantric lovemaking for two or three hours, then like even music can make you orgasm or a strawberry or a taste or a smell or like it's 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 uh mm. and then you can have orgasms that with each other from across the room like i'm like like if melanie has an orgasm in the other room from masturbating or something i'll be like doing dishes in the kitchen and i'll start going to orgasm too it like <laughs> it transcends energy transcends time and space and starts really getting mystical and wild and you can start having orgasms with trees and with storms and nature and yeah. with god and then it gets oh yeah really crazy i'm a really big fan of orgasming with the elements with nature it's so good oh, i really really love making love outside 
because then I like connect in to everything around me and I really feel spirit flowing through me strongly. And I really, really love making love during thunderstorms because the energy of thunder and lightning and rain is so intense and so vibrating and electric. And I can just feel that electricity from the storm moving through me and it really heightens my overall experience. And I used to go nude body surfing Mm. where you arch your back and you catch a wave. And if you do it just right, you get this kind of action down in your genital area. Mm, and just, as you ride the wave in, it's like it takes you into higher and higher states. And I do it over and over again and then have this amazing orgasm with the sea. <laughs> cool. I haven't done that yet. I'll check it out. <laughs> well, it's best to do it nude. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just got nowhere to swim nude in the sea, I guess. Well, I actually, I had a trick. I wore a very small bikini and I'd get out in the water, take it off and be, put it, wadded up in my hand into a small ball and just body surf naked and nobody would know I was naked. (laughs) Yeah, I do love swimming naked. Just like feeling the water rushing over my entire body is a very sensual experience. Oh, yeah. What are some of the methods for someone that's new to tantric sex? How do you get to that state of really learning about your body and learning how to really tie into the sexual energy and the, the chakras and work the energy through your body? Yeah. Well, one thing I want to say real quick before I get into that is we talk about orgasms and I know that most people have a limited concept of what orgasm is. And when we talk about orgasms, we're talking about an intense um, sensation of pleasurable energy moving through our bodies. So it is very intense, just like what most people conceive of as an orgasm, but it's not necessarily just the cont- an intense contraction relaxation of the genital region. So orgasms are an intense, pleasurable sensation of energy moving through our bodies in various ways. And sometimes they can be very, almost, if you didn't really pay attention, you wouldn't notice you just had one. Yeah. And I like to normalize well, that because... Stuff. There's a lot of people out there that have orgasms, but they aren't what most people consider an orgasm. And they think, oh, I'm broken. Something's not working. So I kind of like to normalize that. Yeah, there's different types. And sometimes you have one that it's almost like a quick sneeze. It's like it's gone and it's like, did I just orgasm? Yeah. And that's what I was like before I learned Tantra. I'm like, I think I might be having orgasms, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. And so I like to let people know that that's perfectly normal, but there's good news. You can learn how to have better ones. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the keys with Tantra actually um, is breath work. So breath work is actually a key to opening up our bodies being present, relaxing and getting centered in our bodies. We first have to be relaxed and present before we can open up into feeling more pleasure and connection in our bodies. So we actually have a lot of tantric breath works, but even just the simple practice of taking in a deep breath, holding it and then exhaling with an and i can feel it resonating (laughs) yeah just breathing in deeply and letting that breath fill your whole body just holding it and then exhaling with a long drawn out sigh like that's the basics and when i do private lessons with people we start from there and we just breathe together for a while. And just from that one simple practice of just simply breathing together, that opens so much up and the energy starts to awaken and build and 
the tension just relaxes and our bodies relax and we come into harmony or attunement with each other. So that's like the basic practice. If you do nothing else, practice breathing with your partner and making sound and attuning with each other with your breath. Yeah, I mean, we, there's there's a lot to it. That's why we teach this like in weekend uh, mm-hmm. workshops and whatnot. But the uh, the basic gist is that, like Melanie's saying, it's it's breath, sound, uh, mindfulness, or witness consciousness yeah. is really key. You have to be, you have to like focus on or notice what your body is doing. So like most people are just kind of unconsciously doing what feels good, and they you know just. Or they're rushing through or they're things, through, yeah. or their mind is thinking about the to-do list, and they're having a hard yeah. time being <laughs> present with themselves and present with their partner. Yes. So presence in a still mind is critically important. Yeah, slowing being, down, not about getting to the end. In fact, that's mm-hmm. trying to get an orgasm is what prevents a lot of women from having one. It's like, so mm-hmm. just feeling your body and relaxing and enjoying the sensations and the love and the connection that you have with your partner is really key. And so then, and, and then some of the mechanics again for men are you clench your pelvic floor, which is like your urethra sphincter, the thing that stops you peeing and whatnot. And mm-hmm. you actually practice that um, to get that muscle stronger. So what happens is when you get close to having an orgasm and not too close, um, like once you go to the point of no return, it's too late. But if you get like, if a 10 scale is 10 is an orgasm, nine is a point of no return between like a six and an eight of arousal, you, you stop you know, if you're lovemaking or whatever, or this is great to practice masturbating too. And then you mm-hmm. clench your pelvic floor and you breathe and visualize the energy moving up your spine. And then as you exhale, relaxing and moving down your spine. And so you're literally retraining your, your body, your neural network and so forth. So instead of sending your energy out your genitals, you're sending it up your body. And what that does is it, it doesn't deplete your energy. It invigorates you. And so- mm-hmm. With practice, um, that can get really juicy. In fact, like for us, if we don't, if we, if Melly doesn't have, um, start making love before midnight, she's like asleep and we're out. But if we can start the process and then we're having like one of our love-a-thons, like and by dawn, we'll be making love like all night and we'll be have more energy and excitement than when we started. So it's yeah. very different than a normal way of lovemaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can certainly start off an evening being just so tired and so sleepy. And Scott just has to really like convince me to get on board. And then I'm like, okay. And then we make love and then I'm more energized and we make love again and I'm more energized. Before long, I'm like full of energy uh. and just right just keep on going and playing all night long till morning so yeah tantric love making is a very energizing practice versus and i think you both make some really good points number one with scott especially for men i know a lot of men tend to focus all their energy on the penis yeah and bringing it up into the body opens the door to full body orgasms instead of just the regular fireworks shoot it off kind of orgasm Mm -hmm. and i think melanie touches on something that i really firmly believe in is that sex is not just a physical act it is energy at work oh yeah Mm -hmm. for sure I didn't really understand what energy was when I first started doing Tantra and people would talk about energy. I'm going, what, what is that? I didn't feel it really for years, but after practice and, and Tantra is a practice, by the way, you can have a really profound experience in a, a weekend or a, an experience with someone, but to really get good at it, you have to practice it just like dancing or martial arts or anything mm-hmm. else. And, the, and these little, simple, easy, fun to practice because making love is fun to practice, but the more you do it, it gets better and better and better. And it, you know, for most men, it takes probably three to six months before they're able to master separating ejaculation from orgasm. Yeah. And even then they can be thrown off their game a little bit with the, you know, in the heat of the moment, but um, you know, so don't beat yourself up about it. If it's, it's taking a while, be patient with yourself. Acceptance is really key like accepting your body, accepting it's all perfect and that you're growing at the, at the speed you should. And then the last thing is I'll just reinforce sound. That's a really quick way for most people just to double the length and intensity of their orgasm, like immediately is use your voice during the orgasm, like scream, um, yeah. you know, try that out because as long as you're vocalizing, it opens up a whole nother channel of energy in your body and your orgasm will continue as long as you're vocalizing. So if, and if you've got like, 
nosy neighbors or kids or something, take a pillow and scream to the pillow and then like take a breath and scream again and try to milk your orgasm for like two or three screams and so forth. Yeah. Try that tonight if you like and see what kind of difference it makes. Yeah. I and feel if- like talk about screaming, but I like to remind people it doesn't have to be screaming. It can just be moaning and groaning and making sounds of pleasure and sexiness and not being concerned about what your sounds are but just opening up your body to allowing sound to move through you. But I'll just say sound can be so primal. It can bring that primal part into the play and sex is a primal energy. Yeah. And (laughs) making sound during lovemaking helps your partner to know where you're at and what's working or what's not working. And it also really helps you to become in tune with each other and um, get that oneness experience. You're about to say what? I was going to say, it also has the Pavlov effect. Like, you know, if Melanie, because we make love and I'm used to her sounds, when she can start making sounds from breathing or whatever, that can send me directly into orgasm before we even start. You know, like Uh when you really train your body to receive and experience a, a pleasure it, uh, it gets easier and easier to do it. That's really what you're doing is you're rewiring your neural network, neural plasticity to f- figure out how to experience more pleasure, to move more energy, to ha- access, you know, the divine in a in powerful way. Love making is a type of art and dance, I think. Sure. It's absolutely. a movement. It's a coordination between partners or even when you're going solo, a coordination with yourself that's... Yeah working with that energy and building it up and then playing with it and breathing it in and circulating it it's it becomes amazing where you can go with these things (laughs) and i tell people all the time that when we're practicing tantra we're practicing getting coordinated in our bodies so we're getting coordinated with our breath with sound with movement and with touch And um, we're doing tantric practices of getting coordinated in all of that. And as much as we talk about tantric sex with a partner, all of this stuff you can learn on your own without any sexual partner and without ever having sex. So this is all stuff that you can do by yourself with no sex involved ever. But it is way more intense whenever you have a partner and, and you're in a sacred relationship to really expand into the sexual realms. It really builds that energy more profoundly. And I think for those that are single, solo sex can become even more profound. Oh, I used yeah. to just masturbate. Now I make love to myself. And yeah. it's a whole different flavor. It's like I'm really, uh, I even when I was younger, I had a friend tell me, he said, because I was having trouble dating girls and i thought you know it's all jittery and nervous and he said why don't you take yourself on a date and do everything you would do for a partner for yourself including sex at the end of the night (laughs) yeah that's great and so i took myself on a date i did all the special things i'd do for if i was taking out a hot chick and and it was just a whole expanding mindset for me to really awaken and love myself first. Mm-hmm. And that's what opened the door for me. I've realized I can't love another until I love myself. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, and within a week of doing that, I had this girl that I'd been kind of interested in come up out of the blue and say, would you like to go out with me? I said, yes. <laughs> and so doing that energy work of taking myself on a date, it opened me up energetically to receiving from the universe. Absolutely. I, I, I was going to say that the most important aspect of this whole thing is learning to love yourself. That, that's really the core of all this, because everyone is a reflection of us anyway. We are all part of everything. So the more we can love ourselves, the more we'll naturally love the world and the more we'll all take care and, and grow and learn each other. I'll say one other thing that, that one of the keys that isn't talked about a lot that's necessary for you to really feel your energy is emo- is releasing emotional blocks that are in our body. We have all of us experience trauma and we experience pain and we experience you know fear and judgment and, and things that block us and get locked in our body. 
So we'll and then a sex negative culture, we get so many messages around sexuality that block us. Absolutely. Big time. And, and that gets a lot of that gets lodged into our lower chakra regions and our genitals and so forth. And so what we're doing, we're moving energy. A lot of times we're clearing out old emotional blocks. So you might feel um, sad or angrier. Other emotions might come up when you start doing this. And that's great because mm -hmm. clearing out old stuff, old patterns, old stuck energy that's mm -hmm. not serving you anymore. So you can be a, an open channel and really feel what's going on in the present moment. So that's a that's an important practice of Tantra. And take some courage sometimes going and fully feel your feelings. But that's another thing I'd su suggest is that the more you fully feel your feelings, the more free you'll be and the more you'll really enjoy the juiciness of life. And it's opening yourself to being more vulnerable. Absolutely. And yeah. a lot of times in our modern day culture, especially for men, they're taught, no, you've got to have your guard up all the time. And even more and more women have to put their guard up in a different way. You know, they're the gatekeepers of sexuality. The men are the pursuers. And, and so there's all these little guards and walls up that block us mm -hmm. so many levels and that's one of the things i love about tantric sex is that it helps us tear down all those walls and really become vulnerable and open and when we do we form a deeper connection with ourselves and with our partner absolutely y'all yeah. are so beautiful <laughs> so you yeah, you know, vulnerability, I think it's a bad rep, but it's it's really the art of lowering your your guard and your walls and all this, you know, conditioning that we have so that you can feel and connect with a person. I think vulnerability is a strength. It's like the more vulnerable I am, the more I can feel and open myself up to people, uh, even the more emotional I get um, with other people. If I can feel their sadness or their pain or whatnot, then that creates a connection. It creates an understanding. It helps, you know, me appreciate them more. They have a, a stronger connection with me and vice versa. And then we're able to go to deeper levels of love or friendship or, or whatnot. So I, I really think that that's a key aspect of this too. And you know, I've been running Aphrodite's temple for many years. Yes, yes. <laughs> and every once in a while, we get a guy coming in that has some of that toxic masculinity going. Yeah. And I love to, you know, kind of go up to him and say, hey, let me show you a better way. Mm. Open yourself up a little bit. And then I stand back and watch and the vulnerability kind of opens a little crack. And the next thing I see is all that toxic stuff just falling away. And he's all of a sudden connecting with the energy of Aphrodite's temple and taking off and, and maybe for the first time in their life, feeling healthy sexuality and healthy mm. masculinity. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, you inspired us, uh, you know, at Flipside, starting Ecstatic Hearts uh, are... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're one of our inspirations for, you know, creating a, a temple or a space that people can, you know, practice being open sexually and free. You know? Ah, well, I'm glad I influenced you. I did not know that. <laughs> but I've been following y'all. I've noticed y'all have really taken off in the tantric circles, especially around Austin. And it's so beautiful to see all the work that you've done and i don't know if you know but i've become a certified sex coach now okay, went through a year and a half of training and have a certification in both sexology and in sex coaching i wanted to get my phd in sexology but today's college tuitions and it's just out of the question unless I've really <laughs> become very wealthy. I mean, I don't want to go into debt. <laughs> but and the the problem is there's no PhD programs in Texas in sexology. <laughs> and going out of state, all of a sudden the charges become astronomical for higher education. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so and there's not many places I found this program which really kind of opened the door for me to because i love sexuality it's mm -hmm. been i mean my life vision is to create a more sex positive world and Yay. create a world where 
sex is talked about and we share information openly and honestly and we become more vulnerable and we open the door to each other and bring sex well we bring ourselves out of the dark ages of sexual sexuality and i see us moving slowly into this age of sexual enlightenment now yes yeah what are your thoughts about that yeah i feel like that's part of our mission is bringing the divine feminine and divine masculine back into balance and having a healthy relationship with the divine feminine and divine masculine is having a healthy relationship to sex and sexuality like i feel like we are we are here in human bodies to experience the human physical experience which absolutely includes sexuality sex pleasure in our bodies as the saying goes heaven is here when your mind is clear in your body now it's not all about waiting to the next world to go to heaven or dying and the ever after it's about enjoying and exploring all the pleasure that is available for you here and now in your bodies and it puts that sparkle back in your eyes and y'all are both sparkling (laughs) our sexual energy is our life force energy it's our creative Mm -hmm. energy it's like the energy that actually physically creates new life and continues the human population is the energy that makes the whole world continue. It's like the most important energy there is. So our sexual energy is like hugely important and having a healthy relationship with it will make so much of a change of the world and make everyone happier mm-hmm. because so much of the trauma of the world comes from a negative relationship with sexuality and having a traumatic relationship around sexuality and being so out of touch with our bodies i mean we can't walk naked yeah i really feel like a lot of like the bad stuff and the trauma and the negative aspects in the world is all around a negative relationship with sexuality so the more we're able to bring a positive relationship with sexuality the more happiness joy bliss pleasure connection we're able to bring to like the whole world Mm -hmm. wow time flies we're already to station break okay great we'll come back to this shortly I want to remind people to visit my website. It's the brand new sex coaching website, ggwilbur.com. That's two G's, W-I-L-B-U-R.com. And of course, my old website, ravenslayerleather.com. You can find all kinds of information there and links to our Patreon page. We have started running once a month a virtual Aphrodite's Temple. And if you want to participate, you have to sign up ahead of time. But go to ladyboytemple.com. And we've got all the information there about Aphrodite's Temple. I wanted Aphrodite's Temple as my website, but that was every form of Aphrodite had been already taken. So I said, well, let me try Lady Boy because I'm a hermaphrodite and I'm a lady boy. And that popped right up. Nothing I have to add, no numbers, no stuff. I could just have a simple name. So ladyboytemple.com. I wanted to let folks know how to get in touch with you and the both of you, Melanie and Scott. Yeah, you can find us at ecstatichearts.com. That's E-C-S-T-A-T-I-C, hearts. H-E-R-T-S. Dot com. Yeah, so join us there. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And what are some of the, um, well, before we get back to that, is there any way that you take donations for the work you do, or do you have workshops how would people find out about that 
Yeah, we have some workshops coming up. Um, we have our Tantra One weekend in August and our Sexual Empowerment weekend in October right now. Um, you know, COVID kind of put us uh, delayed a little bit. And we had some online stuff that we're working on, but I'm actually now working on finishing a book in the next month or two. So that'll be coming out shortly. But yeah, just sign up for Ecstatic Hearts and you'll get some free videos and you'll be in our um, list. We only send out uh, like a message once every couple of months or something that says what's coming up in the future. So uh well, we, and we also have private lessons we do, and we also go out and do special events and whatnot too. So um, lots of work. Great. <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to work with me personally, I do private lessons in person and online. So oh, I'd love to work with you. <laughs> Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day -day lives. With a little bit of naughtiness, search for My Friend's Erotic Stories on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. Also visit us on our slash erotic podcast and help us make our podcast better. Ah, so back to our topic, tantric sex, the ride to ecstasy. <laughs> And we were talking about the spiritual side, and that's one of my favorite parts, getting to that. And a lot of people think when they hear, hear the word spiritual, it's somehow religious and dogmatic. And for me, spiritual is just the opposite. I mean, to me, it's climbing up a tree naked and masturbating in the wind with the moon shining down and the cool breeze cooling my body as I heat it up and getting lost in the throes of passion. And that can be as spiritual as kneeling before a partner and just worshiping that partner. Mm. It can be any type of act. So what does spiritual mean to y'all? Yeah, I love that. So spiritual to me means at the base level, everyone and everything has an energy, um, is energy and has a spirit. So being spiritual is being able to tap into and connect the spirit within everyone and everything. And there's also like um, higher spirits that are like um, spiritual beings that help give us guidance and messages and such. And whenever we're able to come into that state of silence and stillness and listening, or even during lovemaking, we can have those hits of inspiration, those moments of great clarity and knowingness. And sometimes we can have vivid visions that are guidance and stuff like that. So those kinds of things can happen with spirituality and practicing Tantra. And also it's like, Spirit is the higher, my higher self, my divine connection, like my soul and being able to see and connect with the higher self or soul of another. So like that's spiritual and feeling that melding and merging of oneness connection of just really feeling somebody else and really feeling the nature around us and how, how we're all connected and we're all one. Like we are one organism that is earth and we are all parts of a whole. So to me, spiritual is knowing that we are parts of a whole and we are all connected and all interconnected and just like knowing and feeling and sensing that and um yeah that's all very spiritual to me <laughs> and connecting with the elements as well like the elements are very strong energy and being able to connect in with the earth and with the heavens and with wind and water and rain <laughs> and fire and just like feeling it and feeling that connection is super amazing and i absolutely love and that's why I absolutely love being out in nature as much as possible, just like connecting into that. So that's all very spiritual for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say that if you hear nothing else, hear that your sexual energy 
is the quickest, most effective way for you to connect with the divine. And it doesn't matter what you believe. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're an atheist or whatnot. You'll just, if you start this path and you actually practice it, you'll start to discover, and in, in, in everyone's path is unique, by the way, so I can't even tell you how it'll lay out for you, but it, you'll start to have experiences that can only be described as, as divine. I like, I, I mean, for me, the old me would have thought that I was crazy. Like the current me, I mean, I've had experiences and memories of past lives. In fact, I've met other people and we have memories of the same past lives together. Oh, I've wow. had experiences of, of, of having orgasms with nature, which I didn't think was possible. I've, I've connected, I've had uh, an energetic connection or even orgasm with God. There's something called a Kundalini awakening, which happens mm -hmm. um, a lot of times where you have this profound spiritual and energetic uh, experience that opens your body up. And, you know, I, I've, I've seen visions of the future and the past. I've, I felt a oneness with the world, you know, like with where I am everything, you know, and, and I've had so many experiences of being more than just this body that I have an, I have an intuitive embodied belief that my soul is eternal. And I didn't have that before. I mean, I don't even need faith because I have proof and evidence like over and over again. And it's, and it's in, it's an embodied experience. So it's not even something I have to intellectually think about that. I just know it in my gut, which gives me a lot of peace and a lot of, uh, yeah, just, um, enjoyment and, and uh, joy. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I often say on this show is that whatever made us the creator, the, whether it be nature or, some god or whatever entity or maybe it was just through evolution whatever it was it built us as sexual beings to receive and give pleasure mm -hmm. our bodies are wired for it neurologically mm -hmm. our bodies respond and produce all kinds of good chemicals when we get sexy and sexual it's mm -hmm. like serotonin dopamines all of those yummy chemicals that make us feel good and help us connect with each other at a deeper level and so there is science to this as well as the spiritual side and i kind of like to throw that in to balance out because i've seen so many of the spiritual so-called spiritual leaders kind of talk in this kind of mystical kind of hard to really get your hands on approach and so i like to add in a little bit of the science behind it and say yeah. it, this does work at a physical as well as a psychic level mm -hmm. absolutely and kind of bring it all together in a holistic pack package instead of this kind of way out there hard to understand kind of talk that i hear a lot of religious leaders give so i like to demystify the spiritual so that everybody can get into it if they want to mm -hmm. and kind of explore and see where it goes what is y'all's attitude around that well i agree i, I like i i I think everyone's path is unique. I mean, I've been a Buddhist and a Christian and agnostic and atheist and all sorts of other things throughout my life, exploring different ways. But Tantra is what's really given me a connection. And, you know, mm -hmm. and everyone's path is unique. I, I, I know yeah. some, um, some practicing Tantra people that don't believe in God. And that's great. You know, it's like, because, but you will have profound experiences that will enhance your life. Yeah. And it's like, don't even believe what I'm saying, just try it and, and yeah. see for yourself what experiences you have. And I, I guarantee if you, you stick with it just a little bit and just do some of the basic stuff, like on our website, you'll start to have more and more profound experiences because there's, as you said, we make all the best chemicals in our body. We have so much access to pleasure and joy that most people don't tap into fully. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, a, it's just a beautiful experience and it's, it's completely changed our lives. I mean, that's why we teach this is like, we just started doing this for fun and our friends were like, hey, you should start teaching this. And we're like, ah, it was actually a flip side. And we're like, man, yeah. and we put them off for like a year, but now it's so much fun. We see, the, we see these differences, not just in ourselves, but all of our students are oh, starting yeah. these profound experiences. So it's, it's definitely teachable. And it's like, wow, this is, this is what I want to dedicate my life to because it's so amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. And from the yeah. scientific point of view, as our teacher said, and as we have um, 
experienced as well, the practices that we teach, they have been around for a long time mm -hmm. and they offer consistent, measurable, repeatable results. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, don't just take our word for it. <laughs> Be the experimenter and the explorer and do the things we're teaching and then come back and tell us what you experience. Yeah. And we've had so many students have serious experiences that they come back to tell us about. So we know it is something that's teachable and the practices offer repeatable, measurable results. So it's like, don't take our word for it. You can believe or not believe in the spiritual woo-woo side of things, but these are real practices that offer real results if you do the practice. I have another question for each of you. Uh -huh. One or, one or more of your most profound spiritual experiences through tantric sex? Mm -hmm. Well, for me, like I said, it's the whole connecting into oneness and into nature and just feeling the love that is all around me. So when I really open it up and connect, I just feel like love pouring through me from every direction. And I feel the connection to my garden, to the trees, to the sky, to any water source I'm next to. I just feel that connection, the aliveness and the spirit that's within them and the love that's just coming at me from every direction. So like that's, and that's also repeatable. Like it happens like frequently for me. So and that's my sounding, strongest experience. It's sounding like you're becoming the container for love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're expanding your capacity to feel energy and love. Um, you know, I've had so many experiences. I, I guess what one thing that comes to mind is not too long ago, we had a, a house gasm. We were having a, a play party and there were different people in different rooms and whatnot, all, you know, in different levels of making love, but our energy synced together and we um, all started having an energetic orgasm at the same time in the whole house. And it actually, we had a couple of friends that were like walking about three blocks away and they could hear it reverberating throughout the neighborhood. And actually, and when it crescendoed, it actually broke light bulbs and so forth. I didn't think that was possible, but it oh, literally wow. light bulbs. And, you know, and again, um, these kind of experiences help me feel a connection to the divine, to, to everything that is. It makes me feel one with the universe. It has, yeah, it, it's a deeply profound and connected experience and can be really emotional as well so there's just all sorts of amazing things that can happen we've had experiences in aphrodite's temple where that build-up occurred and and we even had wild animals coming around and circling temple oh wow. while that was going on i mean possums and uh raccoons and <laughs> attracted in there attracted to that sexual energy and it was like everybody was just it went till dawn and, and a little beyond right. it was just an amazing experience when we kind of worked the energy and fed off each other it becomes a symbiotic relationship we're feeding on each other and giving to each other and yeah. and it's really amazing it became we reach a level of synergy where we're more than just ourselves. We're more than the sum of our parts. We become greater. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, we absolutely have the same experiences. Maybe not with wild animals, but I do have a lot of pets <laughs> and my pets want to be in the space of the energy and they are vibrating with the energy as well. It's pretty awesome. But like when we're at flip side and we're um, engaging in our big temple space, like, people can feel our temple from like a long distance away oh, yeah. and people can stand outside of our temple from a pretty good distance and feel the energy that is emanating from the temple. So like we create a visceral energy field that people who don't even know anything can walk up and just feel washing over them. And I've been fortunate. I have a permanent space at both CMA and ESA, which are pagan groups. Mm -hmm. And people now walk into the area that I run temple in when I'm not even there. And they go, wow, there's a lot of energy right here. Right. And people have called me and said, Gigi, I, I walked into your temple for the first time. And wow, there's 
I could feel the energy as soon as I walked in. It was like it hit me. <laughs> that energy's real. I didn't believe it, but the more you practice this, the you can't deny it. <laughs> yeah. And the land holds it, our bodies hold it. Mm -hmm. yep. And I think that energy is a very healing force. I know that in the ancient beliefs, it was believed the waters of life, which are the male ejaculate and the female ejaculate combined, were the fountain of youth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not in, I don't really believe per se that it's the actual fluids. It's in the making of the fluids that mm -hmm. brings the youthfulness. Yeah. It's that energizing energy that revitalizes us. Yeah. And that's what sex energy does for me is it mm -hmm. revitalizes me. It gives me that sparkle and that passion, not just in sex, but in all aspects of my life. Yeah. Absolutely. Two of our teachers are in their 80s. They make love three times a day, every day as part of their tantra practice. And yeah. I mean, we know so many tantric practitioners that are so much more vigorous and vibrant and healthy and so, look so much younger than um, their age and so forth, because it really does, uh, you know, heal you and make you healthier and younger and more vibrant alive. Yeah, a lot of our teachers are elders and they are like so sharp and so like, um, <laughs> physically fit and everything in their senior like their late senior years that I was like sign me up I'm doing this I want to be like you when I get to be 79 80 years old it's pretty mm -hmm. impressive like getting to witness other tantric practitioners who are um, older and how young it really has kept them and how vibrant in their bodies and sexuality yeah well, what are some of the other approaches that people can try out that at home, especially solo? I know that at one point I heard that, or I think I came to one of your workshops where you were working with aesthetic dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, ecstatic dance is absolutely a tantric art form, like dance in general. Um, I love guiding people through dance. Um, it was actually my first practice before I learned Tantra. I learned Tantra through dance. Ah. And a lot of that is just being present with noticing and feeling each part of your body. So one of my favorite practices I teach people is called the body part dance. And that is starting off at your feet and your ankles, like bringing your awareness and attention into your feet and feeling your feet and your ankles as you move and then slowly bringing your awareness and attention up your body to each different body part and just feeling each part of your body as you move and dance until you can bring your attention into feeling and noticing every part of your body all at once Oh, wow. And surrendering into the flow of dance while you're fully present and fully noticing and feeling all the parts of your body. So that's a great practice of getting into your body, feeling more and having greater awareness of your body, which absolutely flows into tantric sex of having that greater awareness of all the parts of your body. Yeah, and again, about 80% of what we teach doesn't have to do with sex per se. It's it's the practice of breathing and witness consciousness and uh, and sound and all and moving your energy. Yeah. And so training the mind and releasing trauma and yeah. all of that stuff. So so one of the things we teach is an, an acronym that we call a Gaia sets. It's like uh, an exercise to or to to lift the you know consciousness of the planet, but it basically stands for gratitude, acceptance, intention activating the body, stilling the mind, energizing your sexual energy, transmuting it and sending it out. That's a lot of stuff. But again, if you go to our website, we have videos that Melanie takes you through like different ways of doing it. And the thing is, is mm -hmm. you, you can plug and play a lot of different exercises in it. If you want to see a lot of exercises, the book called Jewel in the Lotus, which is kind of our foundation book by Bodhi Abhinasha and Sunyata Saraswati. And it basically um, has like practices for a single and a couple at the end of every chapter. 
And but we we but by doing it in this format, it really has the most profound impact in the shortest amount of time. And you can do a two-hour session with a partner, or you can do a five-minute session in the morning when you wake up. And and so we we actually recommend doing some kind of practice, even if it's just a few minutes every day. And like and just something as simple as gratitude. I mean, this is by the way, has been multiple studies have been done on it. They had Gratitude so important. <laughs> so critical because what you focus on grows. Your mind is so important. So your your beliefs and what you focus on and what you say dictates your reality. And people underestimate how important that is. So if you focus on what you like and what you enjoy, um, it'll get better and better and better. You know, um, like they did a study, um, multiple studies actually, and they had people that had a heart um, issues or high blood pressure and ADD and depression and all these things. And all they did is they said, okay, just be grateful, like focus on being grateful for something for like five minutes a day for 30 days. Almost all the people's issues had significant statistically improvement um, just by the simple act of gratitude. So it's a really powerful practice. We start every day with gratitude. Ah, well, boy, the time flies We're to the top of the hour already. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to kind of share with the audience that is kind of your profound understanding of Tantra? Yeah, I just want to say that as much as we like to talk about tantric sex, a lot of Tantra is really doing a tantric meditation or a tantric yoga practice or a tantric breathing practice. So a lot of it's not even sexy, but it prepares you and it prepares your body and it prepares your mind and it opens you up for enjoying amazing out of this world tantric sex. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say that if you want to have more energy, all these things correlate. Uh, the more you breathe, the more and louder you make sound, the more energy you move and the more you feel. So if you want to have a more intense life, if you want to have more feelings and sensations, if you want to have more joy, love, passion, all those things help and moving your body helps too. So um, these are all some basic practices and I'll, I'll just leave with like, love is the answer. And it, oh, yes. it sounds trite, but really like that's, that's the key, like loving yourself, loving other people, like the more you practice love, that's all Tantra is, is the embodied practice of love. It's like learning the physiology of, of helping you feel and connect more powerfully. And if you just follow love, everything um, works out ideally. Yeah. And I think for me, it is a matter of focus. When yes. you focus in on the beauty and the joy and the pleasures that are a gift of our bodies that we can reach such amazing heights of pleasure and go places I never dreamed possible even 20 years ago or 25 years ago when I first started Temple or no, it's been 30 years now. It's like we can go places and it's really a matter of what we focus on. If we're yeah. focusing on our grocery list, where do you think you're going to be? But if you focus on your body and the pleasures, all of a sudden it awakens. The Kundalini comes alive and slithers and swirls throughout our whole being. And all of a sudden we awaken to a whole new headspace and mindset and awareness. And we enter into our higher consciousness. So I think a big part of it is how we focus when we yeah. do what we do. And it's even mindfulness is all about focusing on the present and mm -hmm. being with yourself and your environment and the people around you. Mm -hmm. And so I think focus is one of the key points of how we get there. It's being able to tune out all the clutter and all the the my, bad mind talk and all the garbage and just brushing it away clearing it out and focusing in on what we're born to be <laughs> yeah I, I that's part of my four-part thing is faith what you believe is possible will happen focus on what you want feel your feelings fully and then follow through and that's awesome. that's the recipe for miracles <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's been so great having you on this show. Y'all are so beautiful and wonderful and doing such good things in the world. As are you, my friend. Thanks so much for um, this opportunity. We're honored to be on your show and it's great to talk with you and just catch up. And once again, give people your website in case they missed it earlier. We're um, at ecstatichearts.com. That's E-C-S-T-A-T-I-C-H-E-A-R-T-S.com, ecstatichearts.com. We also have a YouTube channel and lots of videos on the website and our YouTube channel where you can tune in to learn more tips and tricks about (laughs) Tantra and everything. Yeah. Well, thanks again. And y'all have a wonderful night. And for our audience, enjoy those nocturnal emissions. Get in tune with your body. See where the pleasures can take you. Those pleasures of the flesh. They are the gift that have been given to us. It's our point in life to make use of that gift or to ignore it. So make use of it tonight as you slowly drift off to sleep. Touch yourself, feel the pleasures, and let pleasures take you new places. Good night. Good night. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me and developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.